Tweet at SFM Radio and at Kathy Mosasana. All right. Interesting to hear all those comments. Of course, this afternoon, the president is going to be uh, holding a, a media conference, a Q&A with different journalists, uh, him alongside his deputy, uh, David Mabuza. So it's certainly one to keep in mind. I think that's going to be taking uh, place at around four o'clock this afternoon. So uh, do make sure that you tuned in. I'm sure you'll get part of it live here on the station and perhaps also on the SABC channel. OK, let's uh, continue here with our final conversation for the day. The Eastern Cape MEC for Social Development has been uh, launching her campaign, Sisonke Siza Pumelela, and the campaign is to deal with the effects of COVID-19. Uh, she's also incorporating it with the Child Protection Month initiative, as many children are said to be starving in her province. Sipokazi Lusiti, the Eastern Cape MEC, joins me now. Uh, good morning and thank you so much for your time this morning, ma'am. Thank you, Katie, and good morning to you and your listeners. We've been seeing multiple reports of child hunger in your province, perhaps from the work that you have been doing as a department. Um, how widespread is the situation? How, uh, of course, it, it is serious. Yeah, it is It is serious, Cathy, and I think the latest status and reports um, truly calls on us to to focus and to do a different approach in terms of planning in how we address these things. And our levels of household food productivity has been steadily declining for many of our households in the province. And this, coupled with the continued impact of HIV and AIDS and now COVID-19, it truly has been that we have more households that are child-headed. We have households that have... Um, uh, lost to their breadwinners, others due to death by COVID-19 and the levels of unemployment, and depriving caregivers an opportunity to afford their kids. Then also, you will have the inter-household customs and social beliefs that are quite prominent in our province, and these continue to mean that the women and children... Sorry, sorry, Ms. Lusut. I'm going to have to interject there. Unfortunately, I am not hearing you clearly on that oh. line. I don't know if it's possible for you to walk around a bit because um, it, it is a bit muffled up and it's a struggle to make out what you're saying. Oh, okay. Apologies about that. That's much that. better, yeah. Okay. Apologies about that. Um, but the, the point the, the point we're giving is that clearly the, the, the problem is getting worse. Now, hence, as a department, um, we're we, we, we then embarking on a campaign that's going to seek to mobilize all government departments and entities and our social partners so that we are deliberate in, in terms on the direct households with a focus on those that have been affected by COVID-19, but also to deal with, um, with, 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 with some of the social challenges that we're confronted with. Part of the program includes the Indrezana campaign, which promotes um, which seeks to promote the fostering of children. Um, we seek to train and um, train and assess 
and households that can act as temporary home for children who are coming out of um, abusive situations, children who find themselves living um, on the streets, some who have lost um, their parents. Now, this becomes important for us because with the, with the increasing number of, of, of orphanage and children without parents, there, 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 there is a limited space and provisioning from our government in terms of how do we provide centers for our young people and our children. And we want a more community-based approach in how do we provide households that will give those children a family, um, a family set up, how they will give uh, those children the last and care and the protection that they need. As it stands, how widespread is the the issue of of child hunger? I imagine that throughout this period you have had social workers in different parts of your province uh, who would have also have a great understanding of just the kind of problem or the kind of challenge that, that you're actually up against. Okay. You have a, 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 a province when more than 65% of our um, of, of households depend on social grants. But beyond that, you have um, of, of that, of, of, although society has more than 70% that lives beyond poverty lines. But with that being said, you have a situation when even the children that depend on child support grants, that even though they have access and the department through SASA issues the child support grant, they, that money is still issued to a mother who would be in Cape Town or in Johannesburg, and a grandparent who's a primary caregiver who does not have access um, to this grant. So, at the very, at the very minimal, we, we we can say we're dealing with 65% of the households who are unable to provide food on the table for their children. But which situation could possibly be, be worse because we've had reports mm. of, of, of the primary caregivers not having access to the grant, though it is issued. How now, uh, yeah, yeah, go on. Yes. Now we so we want to to exactly use this um use this month as part of raising awareness amongst communities and um within families. Uh, not only on the rights and the protection of children, but also on what interventions are there available within the law and within government in trying to protect this child, um, protect this child's rights, but also in ensuring that what is made available for those children, they have access to it. Mm. Let's let's talk about the the issue of schooling. And the fact that, you know, learners are not going to school every day, that there's been this rotation of learning. What impact has that had, especially where you're dealing with a province that has such a a big constituency of children that would rely on the meals that they receive at school? Okay. So I think especially in in the earlier stages of, 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 of lockdown, 
we saw amongst the the, the, the 39 poorest whites in the province that um, these children obviously would go hungry and they would be completely deprived. But as government and through the provincial command council, the Department of Education then as an intervention started um, issuing out those um, the, the, the meals per school, not only for the children attending the school, but for children um, around the vicinity. So this meant that even though the learners were not going to school, they were still able to, to be provided for the meal because their budget was already with the school. But secondly, through the, our CNDCs, our community nutrition centers, which provide All right. It looks like we've lost that line. Um, MEC, I I think the the line to you keeps keeps breaking. We lost you for a bit there, but go on. Okay. Sorry. Apologies. I was saying now through the intervention, I think in the in the in the the middle of of the lockdown with the Department of Education, is showing that those meals were cooked at schools, even though learners were not attending school. But clearly, is that. Through the community nutrition development centers, which provided ready hot meals to, to, to the communities, we were able to have some of these learners accessing these meals through these mm-hmm. centers. If, 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 yeah. if there has been such a comprehensive response and such a comprehensive approach as you are telling us right now, why are we having reports of children who are hungry in your province to the extent that that we do right now? Now, remember, Kathy, the, the intervention of the meals at school happened, I think, in the second month after lockdown. It was not immediate, that firstly. Then secondly is that the amount that government has and within within its own budget and resource really is not enough to, to, to cater for the needs. And that's why it was necessary for departments through the Sisonga Sizopumelela campaign to collaborate with other social partners, with, with, with the private sector, so that we are able to, to, to work together in addressing the, pool, the priority areas of government, which through the Provincial Integrated Anti-Poverty Strategy and the Anti-Poverty Plan of the Department, we were able to, using SFSA reports, go down into the 39 poorest wards where poverty is prevailing, and we're able to guide the private sector, the social partners that we are working with towards these areas because it is a realization that what we have and what we are able to do is not enough to make an impact and not enough to respond to the needs of the most vulnerable within our society. Sipokazi Lusiti is the Eastern Cape MEC for Social Development. We'll continue our conversation with her in a moment. And we've heard the stories, you know, the Daily Dispatch has been doing a really great work and bringing them to us. Sowetan also often carries updates in terms of the child hunger situation in that province. But uh, you're also looking at, you know, you would have heard her referencing the latest status A numbers. Um, the Eastern Cape, of course, 
bears the the brunt of the burden. They have the highest unemployment rate in the country. And when you look at over 50% of the population relying on, on some form of government grant just to be able to survive, it, it is an incredible incredibly difficult set of circumstances. We'll continue our conversation with her after this quick break. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Well, the conversation is on tackling child hunger in the country. How do we begin to do that? Eddie in Urdendals, Russ, good morning to you. Yes, Kathy. How are you? I'm well, thank you, Eddie. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Mm. Now, I wanted, to, if possible, please, uh, you guys to share my number with, with the MEC. Because in Heschel, in an area in the Cape called Heschel next to Stack Strait, and areas uh, called Lady Grey and Buckley East, we have made a proposal that we want to assist in terms of establishment of youth center, youth development center around those areas. And there are also a there's also a school in Stexprate, an unused school in Stexprate. And the owners of that school, they wanted to give it to us so that we can be able to assist children who are residing in, the, in that area. I'm sure that's the highest area where you find these problems, uh, Oskethi. Mm-hmm. Maybe the MEC can respond to that. Mm-hmm. We went to public works in the, in the Eastern Cape, and they, they gave us some, some stories. But mm-hmm. that place at Heschel, it's a good and strategic place that can be used so that we resolve all these problems that are faced with young people and children in that area. I'm referring to those four areas specifically. Ms. Luciti? I think what it is Apologies, Ms. Luciti. I'm struggling to hear you. If you can just maybe yeah, move around again for me again. A little bit. Let me go. Yeah, that's much better. Thank you very much. I think we are. We definitely those are the those are the partnerships we are looking for. We would definitely love to work with. And the area he's mentioning is exactly one of the spotlight areas as far as having highest levels of poverty. So I'm not sure if um, you can share my number with him. Uh, if your team can share my number with him, or you can give me his, then we can follow up. But definitely, we we, we would welcome such um, partnerships. All right, no no problem. We'll, we'll make sure that we can get you in in touch with uh, with Eddie. Are there any particular timelines that you have set for yourselves in terms of then trying to ensure that you are able to reach all of the children? in the province that actually need your support during this period? Okay. We, we, the, 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 the campaign um, is a year-long campaign. Um, is a year-long campaign. And with, um, with our um, Sustainable Livelihood Program, we're we looking to reach out in that year with a minimum of 88 um, 88,000, but also we have a, a fixed number of collaborations and partnerships that we are targeting um, per quarter as a department. But ultimately, is that this campaign beyond um, dealing with issues of hunger, we also want to to, to join hands and partnerships in how we bring in other services to children, your early childhood development, because they directly, there's a relationship between hunger and access to early childhood development. Because 
in the areas in the areas that are most impoverished, you do you hardly find um, registered and formal ECP centers. Um, and secondly, that means that the rights of children and access to education are infringed on. So we 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 we, we have these um, various initiatives, including the um, the national initiatives um, that speak to the registration on the online for care um, database, and then. But I'm back, Kathy. Um, I think at the core, we want to establish the safety parents through the Indrazana. We want to establish them mainly in the four rural um, regions of the province your OR Kambo, your Jokabi, your Asu, and Kristani. Because these will assist us on our fight and approach on gender-based violence. These will assist us on the child protection. Um, this will assist us as far as it relates to, 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 to fighting and hunger and alleviating poverty, especially for, for our children. Let's leave it there for this morning. Uh, Sipukazi Lusiti, the Eastern Cape MEC for Social Development. So uh, there you heard that's part of the plan or the approach that her department is taking when it comes to trying to alleviate the hunger that so many children in the Eastern Cape are being faced with at this moment. It's it's the beginning of the campaign. It's a story that we'll certainly have to follow up on because unfortunately, the reports haven't just been limited to what we saw last year. The reports I was talking about, you know, are reports that have been uh, coming out in different media now, you know, within the last month or two, uh, we've seen these reports of, of ongoing challenges of food provision. And it aligns with what some of the NGOs that have been working in the Eastern Cape have also been telling us about the, the state of, of hunger in, in parts of that province. So certainly a lot more needs to be done uh, to, to support those people that are being hard done by, by the current set of circumstances. Okay, I'm getting ready to hand you over to Sakina Kamwendo on the update at noon. Before I do that, though, I see a couple of voice notes also uh, coming in on this issue and others. So uh, let me try and maybe play a couple before we hand you over to the next show. Good morning, Katie. I'm Tingana here in Port Elizabeth. I fear your social ME, your MEC from social development. They talk a lot, but when it comes to implementation, they do nothing. My sister go in and out of those offices in the district to up until to the local here in Motherwell, but he, he, she never get help from them. Why they don't take an overview of a child when it's born from the hospital up until to their home? Why they don't do that? Because now my sister is struggling a lot. Is going in and out of those offices like a crazy woman. I fail to understand now he's talking so nicely that they do things for the people who are vulnerable, the hunger for children. What is that? I fail to understand, Katie. I'm Tingana here in Port Elizabeth. My number is 073-9397-885. Give it to MEC. Hi, Kathy. My main question is, why is the government not able to meet the needs of the poor? Why can't they feed the poor? What is it 
is it that they don't have enough money or is there too many people or what 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 is it because government seem to get their big fat salary checks every month and they come out with all these feeding scheme strategies and everything but the money doesn't get to the poor the food doesn't get to the poor and the children keep going hungry it's too long, eh? Uh, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy your show today. Um, it was educating and I have learned a lot. So I want to say big up to you and your team. Uh, you were cocolastic today. Thank you so much, guys. All right. Thank you so much for those WhatsApp voice notes. Always a pleasure to hear that you are enjoying the show. You're enjoying the the programming that's being put together. Certainly, as I always say, it's a work in progress and hopefully it will only continue to get better with time. It's midday. It's time for the update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo. Sakina, uh, a very chilly afternoon to you. (laughs) 